Welcome to Drinking Bros Sports, brought to you by KillCliffCBD.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Maybe you're the type who loves to bet on sports, or maybe you're playing for the first time. Either way, you need a website that gives you access to all your favorite sports and makes it simple, which is why I recommend MyBookie.com. Sign up today at MyBookie.com and use the promo code DRINKINGBROS to get your first ever deposit matched dollar for dollar. Bet anytime, anywhere with MyBookie. What is up? Welcome to the Drinking Bros Baseball Show. I am your host, Rob Fox. I am joined, as always, by Dan Holloway. And uh, how are you feeling? feel fine. I feel... Uh... You know, like a Braves fan with a little bit of hope. I guess it's like how Catholics feel, too. Even when you're happy, there's a little bit of guilt. Yeah. Like being a Braves fan, like, oh, man, they really have a really good team, except for the bullpen, which clearly still sucks. Um, Did you watch last night? Mm -hmm. I mean, I I turned it off as soon as Tomlin started giving up runs. I knew that they weren't going to come back that much because the Marlins are the fucking Marlins, right? Uh, They got closer than I thought they would. I thought it would end at seven. But anyways, uh, yeah, I watched. It was... Uh, a perfectly executed baseball game up until the point when Tomlin got involved. Right. Uh, which is, you know, it is what it is. People are going to have bad nights sometimes. Um, but if, if, and look, he's the guy you want to put in when you're up that many runs. Cause he doesn't care about where he pitches. He's just a fucking goober that, yeah, that pitches. I mean, he's, he's not affected by that stuff. He happened to have a bad night and he, you know, he's not a great pitcher or anything. He's going to have bad nights cause he doesn't have the stuff to overpower people. But, um, it is what it is. It, it's forget about all that. The fact that AJ Minter is still on the ball club means that their bullpen sucks because he wouldn't be allowed on a team that was good. It's not ideal. I mean, uh, Rodriguez and Matzik are legit, mm-hmm. and then Will Smith is has been bad lately, and I don't really trust him. But he's mm-hmm. fine, I guess. Yeah, he's converting. I mean, he's as good as Melanson was when he was here. Yeah, to be honest. So. Yeah. He's converting. Like he's not. He doesn't blow anyone away. He's absolutely the type of closer that you can see a good team like the Dodgers or somebody manufacturing a ninth inning against. Mm -hmm. For sure, yeah. Especially in extra innings. Like he's not with a guy starting on second base. Yeah. Well, he's pretty much done. That's not a thing in the playoffs, thankfully. That's true. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, But speaking of that, we're going to get into start out with the NL East uh, because that's the best race in baseball right now. Uh, And it's getting really fucking interesting. The Braves have started to uh, get themselves a little room, and that's entirely because the Phillies are fucking blowing it right now. Well, look, the Braves are doing what they're supposed to do for sure. They've won uh, six straight games, and they've won nine of ten. Nine of ten. So they're doing their part, and the Phillies are not. I mean, they've lost three straight now, uh, four and six in the last ten. It's their playoff percentage went from I think they were both hovering around. 59%. 59%. Now yeah. uh, the Braves are up to about 70. And I, the I got to tell you, I don't give a fuck about those playoff percentages. It's like a live, it's like live betting a <laughs> yeah, basketball yeah. game yeah, where yeah. it's like maybe like the favorite will go down five early right. in the first half, like a college basketball game. And and then the, and the odds all start getting wild. And it's like, right. you didn't expect them to like have a hiccup maybe. Well, I mean, look, you expect teams to have hiccups. You don't expect a team to get fucking lit up by the diamondbacks. The yeah. Diamondbacks are one of the worst teams in baseball. By the way, it's top of the seventh inning, and the Phillies still haven't scored a run. Oh, that's wonderful. And I didn't the, realize they were playing this afternoon. Yeah, they're playing right now. So they've lost, uh, again, three in a row. Uh, one to the Reds. They lost that series uh, 
which which you can understand the Reds are pretty good. The Reds are club. good and they're and they're playing for a playoff spot. That's fine. Right. And the, before that, they had the Dodgers. They lost two out of three there as well. They um, had an eight game win streak before that. Yeah, they they swept the Nationals, swept the Mets, swept well almost swept. They took the last game off the Pirates, so they had eight in a row. Not bad, but now you can't you can lose two out of three to the Dodgers and the Reds, right, and still be okay. You can't lose two straight to the Diamondbacks and, and in line for a third straight. You can't loss. get fucking swept by the Diamondbacks. No, man, it's just not. If so, <laughs> this I, is this is a make or break. This game today is a make or break moment for them. Yeah. If they get swept by the Diamondbacks after losing two three game series in a row, that's pretty much it, man. I mean, it's it's going to be very hard to mentally come back from that. Forget about the numbers. Well, so by the way, this is how bad it is losing the Diamondbacks. The two. This is how bad the Diamondbacks are. And it's, it cannot be understated how bad they are. First off, as Drupal Cabrera is their number three hole hitter. And he's 75 years old, yeah, right? Yeah, that's fucking insane on its own. Secondly, the two losses the Phillies had to the Diamondbacks in the last two days, not including what's happening right now, account for 5% of all the Diamondbacks wins this season. <laughs> and it's mid-August. Mm. Well, you know... <laughs> it's not fucking ideal. I'm pretty sure... How many runs did the Braves score with the bases loaded just on walks last night? I think three. Yeah. Which is more runs than the Phillies have scored against the Diamondbacks? Uh, the, 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 the they last... scored four against the Diamondbacks. So the Braves on bases loaded walks outscored the Phillies total last night. Because mm. the Phillies had two runs last night. They, it's... Not good. Dude, and it's fucking crazy because... So Bryce Harper, I, I think he's the NL MVP frontrunner right now. It's a pretty... I've got something to say about that, but we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Uh, statistically, I think for for wins above replacement, I think uh, Muncie has him beat, and I, but I think mm. for WRC+, Plus, Harper has Muncie beat. No, nobody gives a fuck about uh, Muncie, though. Like no he, one cares about Muncie. No, like he's not getting MVP. He, he'll no. get MVP votes, but he's going to get like 14 MVP vote, right. votes. It's, which is kind of tragic because he's having a great fucking year. It is and it isn't, man. I mean, that's kind of how it works. You know what I mean? Like if you're not, if you're, if you're, how many MVPs did Joey Votto win? One. One, right? Yeah. But he should have won probably three, to be honest. And it's because of the style of hitter he is. Yeah. He's the kind of guy that influences the game without hitting home runs. And that isn't sexy to MVP voters every year. Right. Like you can win one here or there, but you, when's when is, at any point, have you seen like a leadoff hitter, for example, win MVP in multiple years? Ricky Henderson only got the one when he hit 28 home runs yeah. that year. Did, what's his fucking name? I uh, think Vince Coleman won one, or not Vince Coleman. Uh, Willie McGee won Willie one. Willie McGee, yeah. Uh, but no, who won? Uh, didn't uh, the Mets shortstop in the mid-2000s, real fa- fucking fast Latino guy? What is his name? Yeah, I'm Great, uh, Ray Odonius. No, no, right? no, 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 the later one. Uh Oh, you're mid-2000s. Mid-2010s, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, fuck. Jose Reyes. Jose Reyes, Didn't yeah. Jose Reyes win an MVP? He may have won one, but that's my point, right? A guy that's not a big slugger run producer yeah. very rarely gets uh, uh, considered for MVP at all. And yep. it's, it is kind of weird. Oh, you know who did win one, actually, though? Jimmy it's, Rollins. Yeah, Jimmy Rollins. Oh, Jimmy Rollins, that's right, yeah. Yeah, uh, which was, like, one of the more undeserved MVPs, probably, in... in uh, in yeah, National League history. By the way, I mean, or, or you're, maybe you're just a hater. It's hard to say. I uh, yeah, just a hater. I'm a hater. I mean, we are t- just sitting here talking shit on the Phillies. Uh, but did Muncie? Uh, he's got 28 home runs. Like it's there's only literally Tatis is the only person ahead of him in the American League in home runs. Tatis hasn't even played 100 ball games this year, so it's not going to be him, right? Um, 
I mean, he's going to qualify. I, I think uh, Tatis would have a good shot if he played enough games, but he's not going to end up playing enough games. Cronenworth suffers because he's third in fucking war yeah. behind those two guys, behind Muncie and Tatis Jr. He's going to suffer from having Tatis Jr. on his team. Yes. Right? So The same way Muncie suffers from having everyone on his team. Right. It, it's funny. Austin Riley is eighth. In war? In war, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think there's a pretty good shot if things continue to go the way they're going right now that Freddie Freeman's going to win an MVP again. It's hard to win in back-to-back years, uh, especially when you get off to the start. He did, but if you look he, since since June, he's hitting 370. Yeah, it's fucking wild. I mean, it's it's one of the best second halves in, in baseball history right now in modern baseball history, and I don't think he's going to catch these guys and wins above replacement. But it's not. Wins above replacement is not as big, a, a, as accurate a predictor of the MVP as uh, PER is in basketball. It's every year in basketball. No, no, no. MVP is a bit of a... It's kind of like a, a, a drama. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're, they, they're, the, the way the season plays out has an effect on the voters for sure. Well, and, and really what it, it seems like, this is actually really similar to... And everybody year. loves him too, by the way. Yes. Like everybody in baseball, the, the journalists and stuff love this guy. That that helps. Yeah. It, it shouldn't probably, but it does. No, they think, he, they think he's a sweetie. And it, this is this is actually, this year's kind of similar to the year Chipper won it in 99, where there was not a clear yeah. front runner. Uh, I've seen like retconned articles where they're like, well, actually... Uh, uh, Randy Johnson or or Pete, no Peter was in the AL by then. Yeah. Randy Johnson should have won it because he was just that dominant as a pitcher, which might be true. Um, so yeah, no, it's probably going to come down to like a hot ass September, right? And he's the hottest, one of the hottest hitters in baseball. He hit for the cycle last night. He's one of the hottest hitters yeah. in baseball. If he continues on the pace he's on right now, not that he would, but I mean, if he stays hot for another couple of weeks, he's going to end up with thirty five plus home runs. He's going to do that either way, probably, mm-hmm. but he, especially if he stays hot. He's going to end up somewhere around 100 walks and 100 RBI. He's going to end up somewhere around 120 to 130 runs scored. That is an MVP season. Yeah. You know what I mean? All things considered. And then you add in the fact that he was the chief component of a pretty good comeback for the Braves, considered right. they lost Acuna. one of the front runners for MVP, right? Yep. So the difference between Cronenworth and Freeman is that his MVP is gone permanently. Right. right, and then he put up those numbers after the fact. So well, I think that's a good argument, but we'll see what happens. But because man. here's the thing, Harper, the Phillies are not out of it. Three and a half, maybe four games. No, that's, if the Phillies start co- making a comeback, Harper has got to be in that conversation. Near the top of it, yeah. maybe. And meanwhile, Zach Wheeler for the Phillies is probably the second. And how good it. of a story is that, too? It's two fucking uh, uh, unconventional players, I would say. I mean, Harper is, is a weirdo, mm-hmm. uh, and he's kind of a heel. Freddie Freeman's kind of a puppy, yeah. and they're playing on two NLS teams, the Braves, who are the Braves, and the Phillies, who've got their fans, right? Right. Uh, just the, having that rivalry go down the stretch. I think if Major League Baseball's smart, they're like, hey, ESPN, why don't you start talking about Harper versus Freeman for the fucking MVP? Right. Because I think that's a good thing to do. Yeah. Because everybody's going to be excited to see Tatis play in the playoffs no matter what happens, right? You don't have to market that shit. Right. Like, it's just going to happen. So I think this is their fucking good marketing opportunity. Well, and, and the thing with Harper is, and with the Phillies, like I said, they're only, they're only three and a half, maybe, because we're Braves fans, fingers crossed, four mm-hmm. games out after this game with the Dimebacks today. But one massive advantage that the Phillies have, like it feels like their roster is actually the most mediocre of the top three NL East teams, the mm-hmm. Mets, the Phillies, and the Braves. But 
they have Harper. They have Wheeler, who is a probably second in Cy Young contention behind uh, Corbin Burns of the Brewers. Mm. Um, but they have one monstrous advantage going down the stretch, the Phillies do, which is hilarious that they're losing to the Diamondbacks right now. They only have 14 games remaining against teams with a record over 500. Yeah, yeah. And they have 17 games remaining against teams currently in last place. And then the other games, the other teams they're playing are the Nats, Cubs, and Rockies for the most. There's like one or two other series, but it's the Nats, Cubs, and Rockies who, even though they're not in last place, have been fully stripped for parts. Right. I mean, you still got to face Soto every day, but but who gives a shit, right? right. I mean, to get Soto yeah. and Josh Bell and and what what the fuck else? Yeah. Um. I mean, because the Nats just sold it all, sold everything off. So I mean, dude, like that. I mean, what do you? How would you? How do you feel about? what the Phillies are facing down the stretch. Now, it's obviously, again, hilarious that they're <clears throat> getting fucked up by the Diamondbacks right now, but, like, that's... I don't feel good about that schedule. Well, it's... I mean, it's easy without the information uh, of the last couple of days, it would be easy to say they've got a pretty clear path mm-hmm. to at least make it close, if not catch up entirely. But, you know, at some point the on paper has to translate into fucking execution. And it's, it's just not right here. I don't know. I don't know who their clubhouse leaders are, who they would consider to be their clubhouse leaders. I mean, I, look, they've lost some people as well, but JL Real Muto is not new. Jane Segura has been in the league for a long time. Didi Gregorius has been in the lo- league for a long time. Kutch and fucking Harper. These guys have been around for a while, man. Yeah. These guys, these are all guys with at least five years of major league baseball service. Um, well, I mean, what, two MVPs, a couple All-Stars, Silver mm-hmm. Sluggers. I just, uh, <clears throat> the no, I'm not worried about them, to be honest, because I think they're psychologically broken right now. Getting it, swept by the Diamondbacks is a pretty, yeah. We'll see in their next series. This is either going to be a wake-up call or they're going to fucking, they're going to phone it in for the rest of the year. Yeah, well, they, uh, ca- they catch the, uh, the Padres this weekend. Yeah, that's rough. So if they come out and win some games against the Padres, I mean, that, that might look really good for them. Yeah. Uh, it, it'll certainly give them a confidence boost. Is that going to happen? Uh, no. Dan, how are you feeling about your, your fills? Bottom of the seventh right now. Diamondbacks have two on. Wheeler still pitching. Uh, it's not looking good. The Padres are two games ahead of the Reds for that last wild card spot right yeah. now. They have to play every fucking game, man. It's just not. There's no fucking way Philly can go into San Diego and take two out of three games. Well, we have one gonna. hit right now. <laughs> How many hits last night? It was like four hits last night. Yeah, it night. wasn't a lot. Uh, I I was going through the uh, the Phil- Lord, I was going man. through the Phillies Reddit for some like Schadenfreude porn, and uh, they were apparently like the main complaint right now is is that all these dudes are just popping the ball up. Four hits. Yeah. Mm. They're three pre- nothing at uh, Diamondbacks now. Oh. That's fucking brutal. Get that, you don't that, you don't want to say something's over before it's over, but that's I mean, brutal. If somebody waves the white flag, you have to take them at their word, and that's what this is the equivalent of waving the white flag going into a series like the fucking Padres that you know they're going to play hard, and you come out and put on a display like this is embarrassing. That's pretty fucking bad. Yeah, that's like please fire Joe Girardi. Yeah, he, he's he needs to go. I mean, to be honest, why the fuck was he there in the first place? That's weird. He's a name, right? Like he, yes. Oh, he managed the Yankees. So. I, I fucking Aaron Boone is so much better at managing the Yankees than Joe Girardi ever was. Which is crazy because no one thought that was going to be the no, case. No, why would it be? I mean, the of course, it. wait, what do you mean why would it be? Bob Boone's his goddamn dad, of course. He's like one of the best no. managers in Major League Baseball history. Yeah, that I dude's know. great. No, no one, I feel like no one thought 
looked at Aaron Boone at any point and was like, that guy, strategist. I love him. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. Uh, he He's turned into a pretty smart guy. I mean, he's managing not, – not that they don't have a fucking crazy-ass offense, but he's managing to keep the Yankees afloat without a single starting pitcher. They're on fire right now. Yeah, they are. It's crazy. There is. I mean, Garrett Cole's back now, so fucking they've got at least one major league caliber starting pitcher right. on their roster, but fuck, man. With that starting lineup, and they still have accomplished what they have, I think that's pretty impressive. I mean, they've overtaken the Red Sox. They just swept the Red Sox. The yeah. Yankees did. The there. Red Sox are another team that they. We talked about them being in free fall last week, and now you see the rest of the week played out, uh, and this is the continuation of that. Expect to hear this same thing, but about the Phillies next week. Like yeah. they've lost eighteen more in a row, and let's just kill ourselves. Uh, but speaking of our team, the Braves, I swear. I mean, this is going to be a stroke off fest on this segment for sure but it is also actually something legitimate and worth mentioning if uh, things stay on pace the atlanta braves will be the first team in the history of major league baseball which has been played for a minute uh to have all four primary infielders hit 30 home runs right on which they have and they have a pretty good shot at it i want to say ozzy albies is he's only got 22 i think or right. 23 now 20, 22 yeah he's yeah. probably not gonna get there uh he's on he's projected to get to 29 at this point okay and who knows i mean he gets he goes through hot streaks for sure he's one of those streaky hitters if he faces a bunch of lefties for example he might get hot yeah no he is absolutely the type of guy that hits you know like eight homers over the course of like Mm. 15 days type of situation um and then you know won't hit another homer for a month yeah Uh, yeah he does that quite a bit actually (laughs) but it's fucking wild so the only other team ever actually to even hit 25 home runs for all their infielders colorado maybe no i was the uh, 2008 marlins 2008 marlins yeah hanley ramirez mike lowell maybe was he still there no he was he went to boston yep it's like hanley ramirez jorge Cantu. uh fuck i I couldn't even remember the other names I, i like tried i was like i bet i can remember these random players uh, maybe Alex Gonzalez might have been one of them. Mm. Uh, he, he did hit quite a few home runs. Uh, let's see. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Dan Ugla and... Uh, G- Mike Jacobs. Yeah. So Ugla makes sense. Obviously, Hanley Ramirez makes sense. Cantu was kind of a modern player before it was a thing. Dan he, Ugla is uh, only 41 years old? Yeah. When did he retire? He retired in 2015. Because his fucking brain broke. It's like he couldn't see... He, he had like... He was like... Kurt, like a cross eyed or some shit like that. Yeah, right? I mean, he just everything fell off the table. Like that dude just started. He 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 was Chris Davis before Chris Davis. Yeah. Well, what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah, the Braves. It, this this is a uh, this is interesting, right? I mean, it's they're not really known. There's there have been a couple of years. Nineteen was one of them, and then some parts of twenty where they've had pretty legit offenses. Um, I guess uh, two thousand. Three or four, three. three, I think they yeah. had a really good offense, usually known for pitching. Now they've got everything except for a fucking bullpen. Dude. Right. Uh, I, it's, it's frustrating to see, but it is. I do enjoy it. I like to see the progress of these players, too, especially uh, Freddie Freeman got COVID before the season started. It really fucked him up In for a 20? while. Uh, before uh, before 20, yeah. yeah. And it seemed like he was just uh, off for a while, then he came back and fucking lit it up. This year started off really slow. We thought maybe there were some lingering effects or something. His brain, he had the long COVID brain fog bullshit, but he turned it on in June and has not let off fucking gas. I mean, it's crazy what he's doing right now. No, and he became the first first baseman in the history of the National League. And by the way, the National League is older than Major League Baseball. It's like 1860-something, I think. Uh, To hit for the cycle twice. Yeah. Yeah, No one's ever fucking done it. Not really a first baseman thing. 
is it? No, actually, dude, he got into third uh, easily yesterday. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. I don't know who plays right field for the Marlins, but I he looked remember. very confused out there on that yeah. play because it was almost the same play that Freddie had the before, and he wasn't even close to getting to third base. Right. Like, I don't know if that was a hustle issue or whatever. He just maybe he noticed the guy. He he just assumed that it would be a double, so he he just coasted into second. Yeah, but you know, Freddie's Freddie, so he's like, all right, this guy's gonna fuck around. I'm gonna take third next time. Right? Maybe he's thinking that. I don't know. Uh, either way, impressive. Uh, he credited coffee and his yeah, wife cappuccino. like no dude you fucking did it <laughs> well maybe, maybe the cappuccino the cappuccino could have helped i don't know don't say that though because in the major league baseball try to ban it um big fan of freddie he's uh let's see in june he had 306 with five homers uh in july he had 375 and so far halfway through more than halfway through august he's hitting 377 I mean, that's fucking crazy. That is three months now of just wild ass production. Like three, he, at, at, over the last three full months. Yeah. And uh, he's gotten almost better since Acuna has gone out, which doesn't tell you, about, which I don't mean to say is like, oh, well, that'd be, you know, didn't, I, like maybe the team's better without Acuna. No, what it means is, is that Freddie has essentially just like stepped the fuck up. Yeah. Like, and been like, I got to carry the, all right, I got to carry this team now. Right. I mean, he's, look, the guy's a fucking baller, man. I don't know what else to say. He's he's unassuming, relatively quiet dude, uh, uh, at least from a media perspective. I don't know if he was maybe hurt by having Acuna in front of him. You never know where guys like to hit in the lineup. I mean, he's still hitting second mostly right now, right? No, he's third. Oh, he's hitting third now? What? Bumgarner just had an RBI single. Four nothing, <laughs> Diamondbacks. <laughs> The fact that he's even still in the game this late. We've had one hit on him. God damn it, dude. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's – Freddie's a baller. He's a good ball player. Uh, he's hitting third now because he was hitting second behind Acuna for a while. Yeah, they have Soler slotted mostly in the second two-hole now. I think Freddie likes being third better. I think last year kind of dictated him hitting second because the lineup was so fucking loaded. Mm. Uh, and he ha- he was a better on base guy than either Azuna or um, fuck who's it in fourth. Azuna uh, was third uh, last year. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, oh, Darno yeah. was fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he I think he was second because he was a better on base guy. But Maybe. now they're kind of like he's obviously a better on base guy than Jorge Soler. But right. Yeah. I mean, just put guys where they're comfortable hitting is what I say. I, well, that's what has been uh, a big thing for. Uh, We'll get to him, but for Swanson, but yeah. Riley, uh, their third baseman, uh, nearing 30 home runs right now, has the third highest WRC plus in the majors for a third baseman. Probably going to get some MVP votes down ballot. Like, I don't think he's going to get first place votes or anything like that. Uh, probably going to win a silver slugger. Uh, yeah, third base, I would say so. I don't know if the other guys that might qualify or how, or that have actually played enough games are going to be nearly in the, in, in the same league. I mean, he's hitting, uh, He's hitting 298 now. And it's interestingly enough, when we're talking about this batting order thing, uh, 298 when he's hitting in the four hole. Uh, and uh, obviously six through nine yeah. higher, right? Because you, all you see is fastballs down there. But in the four hole, 398. In the five hole, 258. Yeah. I've said for a while now that I think they should be moving, uh, uh, putting Albies behind him, right? Because yeah. he's. Oz is turning into it like last night. 
Freddie hits that triple. He doesn't go up there and try to fucking crush a home run. He takes the first pitch he sees that he knows he can get the bat on, and he fucking drives it to the outfield. Happened to be a single. Could have been a fly ball or anything else to drive the run in. But he is a very smart situational was, hitter. That was an adult at bat. Yeah. Like that. It was for a 23 year old or whatever the yeah. fuck. I mean, it was definitely a, a veteran level of bat. And uh, I think as hot as Albies gets, but as streaky as he is, the number five hole probably makes more sense for him, right? You don't want him in two because you don't want to neutralize his power with situational hitting. That's what I think because his right. power is so, yeah. it's so random. Well, you don't want to neutralize it. He was floating like five, six last year right yeah yeah five five six is probably where he belongs and it's not to say that he shouldn't be getting more at bats i just think that's where he's best leverage in his lineup well i i think in the current iteration of the lineup i actually like him in the one two spot because well yeah yeah without acuna yeah you got to put somebody up yeah and honestly at that point you just need to get all your best hitters as many as at bats as they can get right so putting them higher up in the lineup gets them more fucking at bats so riley's third in the majors in wrc plus at third Mm -hmm. base turner's second uh, mm-hmm. of the Dodgers, so that's the National League, and then Bryant's right behind him at one third. Bryant's so, a Bryant's a dark horse for MVP too. I mean, I don't know if we've seen a guy switch teams in the middle of the season and win MVP though. That doesn't really happen. Yeah, I mean, it's the same league, so all your stats are still fucking compiled in that same league. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on. He went to a team that was already like twelve games up, so yeah, I don't know if you're going to win that. I don't think he's. I think he's kind of gotten taken out of that. I think it's really. Uh, for Silver Slugger at third base, anyway, I think it's between Riley, Bryant, and Turner. Mm. Riley's got a higher average than both of them, and Riley has more home runs than both of them. He just has a lower on base percentage than Turner. I mean, even though Turner's WRC plus is higher, like I don't know, man. Riley looks like the best resume to me. More RBIs, more run. Like I don't fucking know. He strikes out way le- or way more than Turner, but that's like about it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and then Ozzy Albies, Ozzy Albies, I don't know what to say. Streaky, hyper-talented, mm. great defense, uh, huge power. That walk-off the other day, we talked about it last yeah. time, we're talking about it again, fucking incredible. And then Swanson, who I think I was talking about this to you off-air, I think is the most underrated shortstop in baseball. And I was diving into his situational stats the other day. In what Fangraphs considers high leverage at-bats, mm-hmm. this year he has a 143 WRC+. plus which, again, 143 is MVP level hitting hmm. for a full season, not just the at-bats, a high leverage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 995 OPS, which is about 200 points higher than his regular OPS. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and a 316 ISO, which means his power is off the fucking charts. So he just literally, in high leverage at-bats, he becomes a superstar. You know who else does? It's Freddie Freeman. Yeah. And Austin Riley, actually. Uh, so Austin Riley's batting average was with runners in scoring position and two out. And he's got 60 at bats this year. That's a lot, right? I mean, that's yeah. like if you, if you, if this, the end of the season was today, that's 10% of your at bats for the year were in that situation, yep. right? So he's hitting 295 in those situations with a 403 on base percentage and an 878 OPS. Freddie Freeman in that situation, 457 he's hitting. With a 1.191 OPS. I mean, it's these three dudes in particular for the Braves, Freddie Freeman, Austin Riley, and Dansby Swanson, seem to perform really well the more fucked up the situation is. (laughs) Uh, Which is a good, that's a good sign. The problem is there there are even hitters like that 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 are bored unless there's some kind of challenge. Like fucking Mark Deshera was like that. It took him like a month and a half every season to actually start playing baseball. Yeah. And finally, when he did, he was incredible. He was so good when he actually got into it 
that it made him an all-star caliber player every single year, even though his first month and a half sucked. That's yeah. how good he was. He would have been a fucking MVP candidate every year if he had just went to the batting cages in February instead of March, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I mean, it's it's kind of a uh, Jenna Maroney situation. Like, they need the pain to perform. Oh, yeah. yeah, she's got to get shot in the leg with an arrow. Yeah, literally. That's kind of where I'm at. But, I mean, <laughs> like, this I've, I, this infield is fucking insane. The, the one that reminds me of the most is the kind of most recent – I guess it's still there, but the, like 2017 Astros, mm. you know, Bregman, Correa, Altuve, and even Gurriel. Um, it's, they're, they're playing out of their fucking minds right now. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Uh, and yeah, I, I like where they're at, I guess, with the fucking Diamondbacks uh, taking, <laughs> taking the Phillies down again. That'll put the Braves up. Uh, well, we'll see. Four games if the D-backs close out, which is by no means guaranteed. They will. <laughs> as a Phillies fan, I'm telling you that they will. That's what he just said. Um, yeah, that's that's weird. Speaking of the Phillies, the Padres are also blowing it right now. Uh, but we'll get to that. You want to do sponsors live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's make Dan's day. Yeah, and have some live sponsors. Give it, it's a little present for the make Phillies. mine too because I got to go pick Brittany up in the airport. So that's fair. You don't want to make me late. She'll find you. I live. You know, I'm here. She can. <laughs> To show up. Yeah, she can get it. It's fine. Uh, first up, we got MyBookie, of course. Always yep. MyBookie, our title sponsor for sports. Uh, you know, college football season is almost back, which is my second favorite bet. Actually, it's my favorite betting season, but I'm probably better at college basketball mm. betting. But I like college football betting more. It is fun, yeah. Uh, but yeah, winning season is back at MyBookie.com, and it's time to get in on the action. Uh, First-time players can get started by doubling your first deposit, giving you the firepower to add to the excitement uh, to the games you love. College football odds boosts are there, uh, NFL lock of the season, and uh, there's $500,000 in um, contest prizes live on site. I've actually never played any of their football contests, but I do, I, I do we, their bracket every year. We did the $100,000 one. That was cool. Uh, two years ago, I think, and last year we did the bracket. Yeah, it was okay. pretty fun. Yeah, I always put in, I always submit a bracket because, like, why not? Why the yeah. fuck not? But, yeah, I'll probably get in on some of these uh, uh, football season contests as well. And, uh, yeah, you play them live on site, make this winning season your best ever with MyBookie.com. There's a new historic Probably going to lead to someone dying. 18-week schedule in the NFL this year, offering more action than ever before. And uh, you need a sportsbook casino that's reliable, and you won't find a better place than MyBookie.com. Uh, I know you're going to bet this season, so do the smart thing. Sign up MyBookie.com and use our promo code, Drinking Bros. It's the name of the show, Drinking Bros. There's no G. Uh, to get your first ever deposit, match dollar for dollar. So you put in 500 bucks, they'll give you an extra 500 bucks. Uh, that's free money. They say that's extra money, but that's actually free money. Mm-hmm. Uh, credited to your account instantly just for using the promo code, Drinking Bros. It'll be in your free play. So in, if you're just so you're not confused, when you load money in, it'll say that you have a thousand dollars to spend, for example, and then a thousand in your in your free play as well. That's all real money that you can gamble anytime you want. Yeah, one hundred percent. And yeah, during it, bros, use promo code after making and uh, when you make your first deposit, bet anything, anytime, anywhere with mybookie.com. Next up, we got Ghostbed. Always fun, always our favorite. Yeah, I like sleeping on them. Uh, I do too. I enjoy the one in the office, especially. It's well, a great place to nap. There's a lot of weird shit that goes on back there, but you can definitely catch some Z's if you're brave enough, I guess. Yeah, I mean, there's a dildo in that room, but it's... There's a dildo in one of those stuff, like sock monkey things, too, but a yeah. big one, like a life-size sock monkey yeah. in there. With uh, some questionable holes cut into it. Yes. But not in the places you would think. No. Which, like, I don't know why the 
they put one in the ear. We like to mix it up here. Yeah, I guess so. It's all keep it fresh. Everybody's it's all the same on the inside, right? Uh, I, I guess, yeah, sure. I mean, it's stuffing and that. <laughs> so, sure. I meant for anything, but definitely for the monkey. Uh, but yeah, we love Ghostbed. Obviously, they've been a sponsor for five years. Uh, they make their fucking mattresses in the USA. They're comfortable as hell. Uh, and every mattress has a 20-year warranty, and you can try it out for 101 nights. And uh, if you don't like it, you can send it back. So if you're a fucking psycho and you want to sleep on it for 100 nights, and then you're like, you know what? Fuck this. You can send it back. No hard feelings. You probably won't, but you can. Uh, and by the way, one of our favorite mat- uh, things about the mattress is uh, they have cooling technology. Mm, yeah. Which uh, it's, it's hot as fuck here right now. It is hot as fucking balls. I'm actually... It's so hot, and my wife is so pregnant that mm. I'm actually afraid that I'm going to like get a fucking cold or like COVID again. Yeah, because the AC is so fucking low in my house now that I just freeze my dick off. Um, but in a normal home, I recommend Ghost Beds yes. cooling technology, uh, and that's on everything on the mattress, the sheets, uh, their pillows. Which I said this before, and I'll say it again: when I touched their cooling pillow, it did not physically make sense to me. Like it. I didn't understand. It's jarring at first. I recommend having a spotter your first time, <laughs> uh, just in case. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbed is also doing bundles right now, so you can get everything you need. Uh, you don't even really have to think about it. Just choose from four, uh, one of their four mattresses, uh, and then pick your bundle from there. So whether you just need a mattress and a frame, and they have like an adjustable frame, moves you up and down. You can uh, you know, live like it's, it's, not, it's not like an old person bed anymore. Now it's cool to have the adjustable frame. Uh, but yeah, you can get that, or if you need, if you want the cooling pillows and sheets and shit too, whatever you want, best bang for your buck. And uh, yeah, it's forty percent off ghost bed bundles, and then thirty percent off everything if you just want to get shit a la carte. Uh, use the code Drinking Bros for thirty percent off. So if you do the bundle, that's forty percent off site wide. If you want to buy a la carte, uh, use the code Drinking Bros at GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros to get thirty percent off everything. Uh, the mattress is like thirty five dollars a month, zero down, zero percent financing. All you need to do is have non-hobo credit, I guess, uh, and you're fucking fine. I don't know, I don't know what else to tell you. Yep. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, Ghostbed, they're the best. And then last but not least, we got Killcliff CBD. I drink it every day. Yeah. I'll be drinking one tonight, as a matter of fact. I got a shipment uh, today and uh, took it up to my apartment. Uh, I, I looked at it for a while, and I made love to it. Right in front, of, I made the other cans watch too. That was the weird oh, it was part. One can. Yeah. It was no, it was a whole case, but I made the cans that were. I opened my okay. refrigerator so those cans could watch me. Uh, I wanted them to know that they were lucky that that didn't happen to them. Yeah, uh, we got to let them know. Anything new in your apartment? It's just it's a, life is mostly about setting boundaries and establishing dominance. That's what I've found um, in my career as a human being. That's fair, and uh, you should establish dominance by getting some Killcliffe ordered to you. Killcliffe CBD. Uh, they have great flavors. Uh, Flaming Joe, Mango Tango, Orange mm. Kush, the Goat, the Greatest grape. of all time. Now they got a new one, right? They got the uh, Israel Adesanya flavor. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not in the copy yet, but they, yeah, they're partnering with him to. Uh, is do that in the CBD or is it only in the energy drink? I actually don't know. Hold on, let me look on their website. Uh, but they're doing thirty percent off right now with the code Drinking Bros. Of course, uh, go to Killcliff.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros. You get thirty percent off. They also do have the energy drink. That's the Ignite. Mm. Uh, I had one of those today because I was feeling a little under the weather. I start my morning off with a coffee, but then like after lunch, I don't really want like a hot coffee anymore. Right. So I switched to the uh, Kill Cliff Ignites. 
Uh, they're awesome, especially if you're like a little hungover, which I was just feeling a little under the weather. Mm. Uh, they got B vitamins, electrolytes. There's no like crappy sugar. Yeah, right. No, you're not going to be fucking shaking or jittery or anything afterwards. No. It's, it's the best. Uh, and what did you say? They have like natural green tea um, caffeine. It's not like lab caffeine or whatever. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of um, companies that caffeinate their beverages or products or whatever it happens to be, they basically use those caffeine tablets like you used to be able to buy at the fucking truck stop. <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. That's yeah. used, it's, it's basically that with an emulsifier. That would probably get you kicked out of an MLB game. Uh, yeah, they're like rattlers. Yeah. They used to call them rattlers, right? The truck truck guys are, yeah. are, are yellow jackets, I think was oh, one of them. Oh, yellow jackets, yeah, for Marils, sure. Yeah, that's basically, it's synthetic caffeine that they're using. This is real caffeine from fucking plants that is sprayed onto shit. It's a, it's a lot more, uh, you know, human beings have actually had it in their bodies before. We didn't create it in a lab right. somewhere. Yeah. It's yes. caffeine that God gave you. Well. It was Jesus. You yeah, can it, was say prob- it. it was probably, it was, it was goat farmers in uh, Yemen, but Whatever. Through Jesus. Yeah, through Jesus. Yeah. All things are possible. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, they have the Flame and Joe in Ignite now, too, as well yep. as a bunch of other good flavors. Uh, I like the uh, cherry limeade the best, but they're all, they're all pretty fucking good. This but, one, the cherry lime grenade. Yes. Yeah, that, this is the best Ignite. That, uh, that sure. is my favorite one. I drink uh, one of those every day. So yeah, Killcliff is offering Drinking Bros 30% off uh, on the site, killcliff.com, promo code Drinking Bros, K-I-L-L-C-L-I-F-F.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros. Take advantage of a 30% off offer. That's on their uh, swag too, by the way. Their merch, so yeah, you yeah. can get you can get both. Killcliff rocks. Probably have another one before I leave. To be honest, uh, what doesn't rock is the way the Padres are playing fucking baseball. No, they're bad at baseball right now, which is interesting because they're they're. <sighs> Does it feel like so? This is a question I had. Okay. For you, because we talked about this like two or three episodes ago. Mm. They did less than the other teams in the West. That's what I was about to say. They didn't really do anything, did they? They had uh, Frazier. That was about it. I think a little bit of bullpen help. But they, they brought Frazier in and created a scenario where they have to now displace Touching. their best player. Right. So is that a good – they made a move to make a move, and now they've signed Jake Arrieta as well, well which is kind of an experiment probably. I don't think he's going to break the rotation or anything. Right. Well, uh, they did, to be fair, and this is – so the point I'm asking is do they think they're defl- – do they feel deflated because they also had Scherzer ripped out of their fucking arms? Uh, maybe that fucked them up. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> maybe, yeah. They're twelve games out of the NL West now. They're done in the NL West. Yeah, they they still have a a lead in the in the wild card race, two game lead, I think, right now. But two games is nothing. That's one and a half. One and a yeah. half now. So whomever it was behind them won today. Uh, the Reds. It was Cincinnati. No, that was as of this morning. Oh, no, it was at two the last time I looked, so maybe the Reds lost there. Okay, they know. might have lost today. Yeah, or yeah. maybe the pot, I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, th- that's too close of a race to call done for sure. I mean, that's not done at all. No, what's fucking wild is it was done. People thought, oh, well, the West is getting both spots. Yeah. And now the Reds are doing their thing. Votto's having like a fucking vintage year in Cincinnati. Yeah, right he's now. looking really good. Um, and San Diego, yeah, three and seven over the last 10 games. Their starters ERA over the last month is 5.73. Oof. That's fucking no bueno. Darvish, Musgrove. I mean, like they're not fucking pitching right now. No, even their starters are their starters are their relievers have been okay, uh, but yeah, the starters are fucking awful. Even the Cardinals and Phillies, four and four and a half. Well, maybe five for the Phillies now after this Diamondbacks game. But like, you don't want to be in late August and have the Cardinals within striking distance of you, right? 
ever. Certainly not. At any point. And this Reds team, by the way, so I noticed this when the Braves were playing them um, a week, week and a half ago. Because uh, that's, you know, I watch a ton of baseball games, but when I'm like really fucking locked into it is mm. either if I have money on it or if the Braves are playing. Right. Where I'm like really fucking paying attention to every pitch. Um, the Braves took the series with the Reds, but like those, the Reds were. Those are hard fought games for yeah, sure. Yeah. They are a hard ass team. Yeah. They're fucking, they have energy. Like they don't fuck around. I mean, we were lucky to win the one that was the Albies walk off. Yeah. That, that Votto almost stole from us with what, 200? I mean, like, Dude, I wouldn't want to fuck with this Reds team right now. This Reds team no. has a chip on their shoulder. And part of the reason that they haven't been better this year is they've kind of they've had underperformers. Like Luis Castillo, he's kind of had an a off year. I mean, like their rotation ha- has not quite lived up right. to what you thought it was going to be. Um, which, but what that means is, is like, like the talent's there, so you don't fucking know what's going to happen over the last month, month and a half of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's this is a big problem for the fucking Padres. Uh, I'm looking at their splits, and every month since April, uh, I'm sorry, since May, their fucking team batting average has gone up. Most of their offensive numbers have gone up, while their pitching has been worse and worse every single fucking month. So they had a 204 on base against... In May and June, it was 249. July and August so far, 270 and 277, respectively. That means the entire opposing team is hitting 270 against you. That's pretty fucking good. That's like usually the league leader. Uh, in team batting average. In team batting average is somewhere between like 260 and 270, yeah. typically, right? Yeah. Their ERA is inflated from 28 uh, and 27, or two, about 29 and 27 in the first two months to 423, 47, and 488. In the last three months, they are fucked. Like you can't, you can get hitting will stall out, and you can get hitting going again. But if you're starting pitching, is this falling off a cliff? That's there. You don't come back from that. Something's like that. Yeah, you, hitting you can wait out, right? Yeah, pitching you can't. Pitching like needs- pitchers don't just all of a sudden get better at the end of the year. They get worse typically, right? It depends on the kind of pitcher it is and shit like that. But yeah. typically, they don't just turn it around at the end of the year. Well, you you. You have to with pitching. You have to diagnose something immediately, right? right. Like with hitting, you can let it work itself out. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's <laughs> pitching is like you find a lump, right? And hitting is like you're feeling under the weather, right? You got a cold. You yeah. can just wait it out. It's it's not fun. Great. I mean, like their their rotation hasn't really lived up to the hype right now. First off, they don't even have a full rotation when Ryan Weathers is your fifth starter, mm. which is why they fuck wanted Scherzer so bad and why the Dodgers. It almost feels like, obviously, the Dodgers lost Bauer. We'll get into that in a minute. But um, obviously, the Dodgers lost Bauer uh, for and basically TBD amount yeah, of time. We'll see. So uh, that's why they needed Scherzer as well. But I honestly think a huge reason the Dodgers went after Scherzer was just to keep him from the Padres. Uh, probably, yeah. Like, do you, I don't think the Dodgers go after Scherzer if the Padres aren't going after Scherzer. Probably not, no. I mean, it, that would have been a... That would have been a game changer. That's what they needed. It didn't even have to be Scherzer, though. It could have been any of the starting pitchers that were or even weren't available if you had if you needed to go buy a guy for a year and you want to give some shit up. Yeah. It just brings something in. Look at what happened with the Braves. They replaced their entire outfield. And you're thinking, oh fuck, this is gonna be weird. No, it's not weird because people get there and they're excited about playing and and psychology is contagious, especially in sports and war, right? Yeah. That's what that's what a route is. In, in, in uh, like medieval combat, when people 
it, you break the line. People get scared and fucking run away. Right? But you don't have to break that much of the line. The collective, no, you don't. The collective will of of the group can be disrupted relatively easily if you have weak links there. Yeah. And there's nothing but weak links in this pitching staff now. Bring one guy in that's a strong dude, and it just motivates everybody to get stronger. Right, you challenge other people. It's like fucking free market capitalism inside of sports almost. Right, it, it's but it's they didn't they fucked that up badly. They they had to make some move, and they failed. And that now you're seeing the outcome. It's yeah, I mean it's looking fucking grim for them. So they get the Phillies. So it's, that'll be an interesting series. I'll probably watch a couple games out of it of the Phillies Padres to see so, how two yeah. of those two teams yeah. match up against each other. It'll be really fucking interesting. It's going to be interesting to see who wins those games for sure. Because uh, I mean, right? If they're both demoralized, like, somebody's got to fucking make it do something right somebody's gonna win those games somebody's gonna win two out of those three games uh another thing not in the padres favor 25 of their remaining games keep in mind we have a month and a half left are against either first place teams or the dodgers it's not good that they're against the dodgers because the dodgers want to that would be a big chip for them to push the padres out of the playoff Mm -hmm. i mean that would be huge for them yeah uh regardless of what happens in the playoffs well if you're the dodgers you absolutely want to catch either the Reds or the Cardinals right or f- over the uh over the Padres right for sure so yeah you're going they're going to be out for blood in those games yeah and i don't know who let me look at their schedule right now and see who these first place teams are because uh Houston is one of them that's not good no uh, no it's like all first place San teams. Francisco is one of them and that's the same division uh and then you've got LA and Atlanta Atlanta's still actively in a pennant race. Maybe by the end of September when they play those games, they won't be. But look, man, the two two of the best teams in baseball all year have been the Dodgers and the and the uh, Giants, and mo- the vast majority of their games, like eighty percent of their games in September, maybe or seventy percent, I guess, are against either the Dodgers or the fucking Giants yeah. <laughs> or the Braves, right? They're, so fuck of their last seven series. Of their final seven series over the course of the year, the Padres' easiest series is against the fucking Cardinals, mm. who will be po- probably still close enough to them to have to play their dicks off in those games. Yeah, they're only like six games back, yeah. something like that. This Five. is this is some SEC West shit right here. Like this is a fucking gauntlet. Mm. What do you do? What would you do faced with that? You you just gotta fucking nut up, man. I mean, what's the what's the point of doing anything half assed? You know what I mean? Like, hey, if if you're facing a challenge like this, like, hey, dude, this sucks, yeah. but no. let's go fucking. Th- th- that's what Oakland does every single year. <laughs> like, seriously, they go in and and the maybe it's a Bay Area thing. The Warriors just do it. Like, oh, we're down fifteen in the third quarter. Who cares? Yeah, still gonna win. You gotta have that attitude. We're gonna win every fucking game. The problem is the first three games. Well, they have a a lingering series with the Diamondbacks to start the month. Uh, just the first day, but the first full series of the month is Houston. Then you get two against the Angels. That's weird, uh, but at least it's at home, I guess. Yeah, hopefully uh, I don't know, but hopefully you don't catch Otani in one of those games. Yeah, you. It, that's that's always a problem. But then it's uh, Dodgers, Giants, St. Louis, who they may be in a pennant race at the time uh, with uh, Giants, Braves. All these are first place teams, including Houston. By the way, Houston's first place. Dodgers, the only team they play. Uh, other than one game with the uh, with Arizona in September against a fucking non first place team is three three game set with St Louis yeah. at St Louis yeah. which is not an easy thing to do they're fucked San Diego will not make the playoffs you think they're 
out. Yes, I think they're done. I, it's fu- it's fucking brutal. Because the other thing, too, is the Giants and Dodgers can't let up either because they're in a race with each other. Yeah, for home field now. Well, to not be in a wild card game. Yeah, that's true, too, I guess, for the wild card You have game. to win the division. Yeah. Like, both of those teams desperately want to win the fucking division. That's, that's they're, a, they're not going to both win, so it'll be interesting to see who does, yeah. to be honest. I think, so you think the Padres are cooked? I do not see a path to victory for the Padres. <laughs> that's a very that's what people say during elections, right? Who who do you like better to overtake than the Reds or the uh, Cards? The, the Reds for you sure. You like the Reds? Yeah. I think the yeah, I think the Reds are pretty fucking. Their fun. best player is it's like the Braves, man. Their best player who is Votto is doing really well right now and their pitching staff is doing well. I mean their bullpen is what it is, but same with the Braves, but they're gonna be able to win regular season games. Yeah. Uh next up we have an interesting thing. It doesn't seem like it's that serious, but I just wanted to get your take on it. Uh, Major League Baseball, they're in negotiations with the players union, whatever, because they have all that upcoming mm-hmm. shit. Uh, they've proposed a salary minimum of $100 million. Yeah. I took this right from The Athletic because <clears throat> I didn't think I could explain it better than the article. But uh, this, is, so this is from The Athletic. The plan included a new tax on team spending, one that would effectively lower the first luxury tax threshold uh, in the sport to 180. Uh, and charge teams who exceed that first mark uh, at a higher percentage than they pay today. The trade-off people briefed on the league's proposal said would be a salary minimum of $100 million, uh, and then there would be a punishment if you didn't pay at least $100 million to your players. Hmm. Let's see. One... Does that kind of seem insane? Like, it sounds nice at first because you're talking about competitiveness right. and holding teams accountable to, like, I don't know, fucking... Well, it tells you something, right? It tells you that... The Cleveland Indians, who have the lowest payroll in baseball at 48.7 million, uh, or the Baltimore Orioles at 52.9, or the Pittsburgh Pirates at 54.5, or the Miami Marlins at 57.9. These are the four lowest Mm -hmm. uh, salary teams in baseball. It tells you that the luxury tax and whatever other revenues that are being collected to put into that pool of small market teams are enough to take these $50 million payrolls up to 100 pretty easily. Otherwise, right. this wouldn't even be a thing. Are there enough players, though? No. To, no, obviously like, not. Otherwise, they would be there, right. motherfucker. I mean, Jesus Christ. If there was enough players that were worth that, people would be paying them that money. There aren't, there aren't like veteran superstars <laughs> in these four <laughs> cities just like languishing on $8 million a year contracts. Right. It's not a thing. If you could play like that, you're on a fucking roster somewhere doing it. You know what I mean? Pittsburgh couldn't even keep their fucking best player on his rookie contract in town. They had to trade his ass, Yeah. right? So, no, there's no talent for this. And it's going to – baseball, right after – I don't know why it happened like this, but right after the steroid shit started to die down, contracts went fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, dudes are like – I couldn't imagine a guy making 40-something million dollars a year. It's steroid shit died down, but I mean, like, A-Rod was the one getting those contracts – uh, it's true, yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's weird to me, this this minimum payroll. I'm sure there's got to be... Uh, I, I wish when, when organizations and labor unions sign deals like this, there was any amount of good faith involved. We're like, hey, <laughs> if something weird starts happening, let's have some kind of addendum that we can fix it and not just live with the results until the next time and then create animosity. And that, that's fucking serious. Nobody wants to be locked into a loveless marriage. You right. know what I mean? Especially in business like that. Um, 
I do think it's really interesting. I mean, what's going to happen? Are mid-tier level guys going to start getting paid more, but only by those four teams? Right. So that's like what I'm saying. Like, are, do you feel better if you're the Diamondbacks? Like, well, we've only won 43 games, but right. at least we're paying for it. Yeah. If you're uh, Marcelo Zuna, right, or Trevor Bauer, who we'll talk about in a second, you are still a very good baseball player, but maybe teams don't want to work with you. Do you just go there and get a $25 million contract to round up their roster? You know what I mean? Right. I, there's, there's certainly implications, but I think that uh, – this is basically socialism, and that never works. Well, right? It hasn't worked so far. Remember three years ago when this whole thing st- uh, uh, came to a head? The Marlins, the Pirates, uh, who else was on that list? Marlins, Pirates, uh, I think the Orioles, and I think it was the t- maybe the Twins. I don't remember who else. That sounds like a Twins thing to do. Four teams that were in the lower end of the payroll at that time had been getting the revenue, right? Taking the revenue from Major League Baseball, which was – shit revenue from other teams right that were paid in luxury taxes but i mean that's what what does it mean when you talk say a a luxury tax in the nfl or an nba rather in major league baseball that means that the yankees made too much money they spent too much money so they had to give some of their money to these shittier poor teams right that's what it is right what we saw happen was that the executives from the pittsburgh pirates and the miami marlins and so on and so forth just kept the goddamn money they weren't even spending it on player talent So, of course, you got to do something like, like this. So that's the problem with bad legislation. You'd have to build new legislation on top of it to make that make sense, yeah. and that's so, not good. So, like, certainly, though, I wouldn't want my shitty team to spend $100 million because they have to. I would want them to save the money, not give it to their fucking executives, right. but, like, bank it, right, for when you will need it. Use it for international signings or whatever the else fuck to get the team back. Like, I just don't want – I'm not going to be assuaged – by my 60-win team paying $100 million to dog shit players. Yeah, I mean, isn't one of, the, one of the, ch- the charms of Pittsburgh is that you can go buy a fucking ticket to the game for your entire family for 150 bucks? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if this happens, you're not going to be able to do that. they got to start no. making revenue. Uh, because I don't, whatever you say about the executives in Major League Baseball versus other sports, they are still in business, and they're still clearly, especially these lower market teams, have been robbing the fucking revenue pool blind this whole time. Yeah. So what do you think? They're just going to start fucking being generous all of a sudden with that money? No, they're (laughs) going to find new ways to fucking uh, upcharge you and blah, blah, blah. They want to make the amount of money they make. If they have to raise prices to do that, that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. It's, it's the type what it'll be. The cost is passed along to the taxpayer, Mm -hmm. so to speak, passed along to the ticket holder. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, next up, we have the most fun topic of the day. Mm. Uh, Trevor Bauer uh, won his hearing in uh, L.A. about uh, the restraining, permanent, permanent restraining, restraining order, order, but it's only a five-year thing. So Correct, the, yeah. the permanent is not permanent. Um, his accuser uh, was seeking a five-year restri- permanent restraining order against him uh, for sexual assault, domestic violence, so on and so forth. Mm. Uh, the judge determined, this is from Steve Henson, who I believe is of the LA Times, but I'm not positive. Uh, the judge determined that the injuries the woman had as a result of her sex with Trevor Bauer were not the result of anything she told him she objected to. Uh, also, she determined, the judge determined, uh, Bauer does not pose a threat to the accuser. The court denied the request for a long-term restraining order. Uh, the judge said, this is a quote from the judge, if she set limits and he exceeded them, this case would be clear, but he did not exceed limits she set. Uh, so Bauer won the hearing. Uh, no word yet, or no one's 
really weighed in knowing yet uh, on what that means for the MLB investigation or the there are still potential criminal charges. The Pasadena PD, it's not LA PD, it's Pasadena PD, I guess, right. uh, are still investigating. Um, this is after, I believe, his accuser was uh, cross-examined yesterday. Uh, by... she, she was cross-examined for three consecutive days. Okay. And then he was uh, going to be called today, but I, I don't know if he actually if they actually went through the process, but he said the entire time he was going to take the fifth because uh, anything he says under oath now could be used against him in any potential criminal proceedings later, so it doesn't make any sense to take the stand. I understand right. that, I guess. But uh, it doesn't look great for Homegirl that the judge set he heard all of, or she rather, heard all the evidence and said, this level of evidence doesn't rise to the level of crime. Right. Right. Well, is it even, so what is actually the standard of evidence for a restraining order? Because it's restrain, not 99. For a restraining right? order, you need a preponderance, I believe. So that's like 50%, basically, 50. right? 50.1%, right. yes. Uh, and the same thing for in, in civil court. Right. But for a criminal prosecution, you need uh, a reasonable uh, doubt, which is a unanimous jury. Right which is not going to happen here. Right. So I don't even know what this thing, I, I, I highly suspect that this will not go to trial now. Maybe they set some additional hearing a couple of months from now after the season to see if it's going to go to trial because they, the courts have established now that he is not a credible or like an imminent threat to her. Yeah. There's no point to pursue that immediately. Then it falls back to Major League Baseball and what they want to do. Uh, he would have, he already does have, as a matter of fact, quite the grievance against Major League Baseball right now. Yeah. Because the judge just found to, that all this evidence doesn't rise to the level of something that could be charged under a preponderance, much less in a criminal trial. And they've kept him out of work. Now they've paid him. But performance and, and reputation matter in this fucking game. Whenever yeah. he goes to sign his next contract, the fact that he missed the vast majority of this uh, and on the best team he's ever played on, by the way, mm-hmm. with the best potential for results... He's got a huge grievance against Major League Baseball, in my opinion, right now. They should be suing the fuck out of these guys or looking for some kind of settlement in the same way. Uh, I hate to bring his, even bring his name up, but the same way that Kaepernick did with the NFL. Yeah. Like, you've affected my earning potential now, and you've done so without any just cause. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I don't, and, but all that aside, I don't know what the Players Association agreement looks like with regard to uh, uh, criminal charges that are pending and stuff. They may have. There may be something that allows for all of this. If that's the case, then Major League Baseball, you've got the worst players association ever. <laughs> There's something called due fucking process, and it is the foundation of our legal system. Idiots. Uh, so one of the things I saw is that uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a technically a private organization, right? It's a fucking business, not the government. So I think they have... But they have a labor union. Yes. So it's going to be... I I promise you that there's some language in the Major League Baseball Players Association agreement, the collective bargaining agreement, that states how a player can be treated like this. Uh, I don't know if if there are provisions to... Like, they've... It's it's common for there to be a provision where you get, like, a week... Uh, not suspension. You just off. You're not pl- able to play for a week. Yeah. Until or two weeks, even until they figure shit out. But to extend it four times now, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what that looks like, to be honest. It's. I think, like, he still has. He actually. So he hasn't even. Uh, I because I think they were waiting for the case to end. He has not. Um, fully. Done, gone through the uh, the the sexual assault and domestic violence stuff for MLB yet because mm. he has to meet with Major League Baseball 
and go through a couple other steps, which I think they right. put off until this was over. Mm. Um, so the sexual assault portion of MLB's domestic violence policy, this is how it reads. Uh, sexual assault refers to a range of behaviors, including a completed non-consensual sex act, an attempted non-consensual sex act, or a non-consensual or and or non-consensual sexual contact. Lack of consent is inferred when a person uses force, harassment, threat of force, threat of adverse personal or disciplinary action, right. or other coercion, or when the victim is asleep, incapacitated, unconscious, or legally incapable of consent. So this might come down to the fact that the woman was, like, I, the, that she was unconscious for a portion of it is on record, I believe. Right. So. That, According to her, at least. I don't know if he's agreed to that. Uh, I think his attorneys did agree that she was unconscious, but if I don't, I don't know if that is yeah. the same. We'll as, see what happens. This yeah. whole situation is weird. It's very clear to me that he's got some probably emotional problems in he's, life. So regardless of how this plays out, he's fucking crazy. Yeah, he's a little crazy. Uh, probably got to keep an eye on that dude. Yeah, uh, and it also seems from her end that uh, she is a total gold digging whore. Right? Uh, she's fucked Fernando Tatis Jr. Mike Clevenger yep. and a number of other Major League Baseball players, including uh, Trevor Bauer himself. Uh, she's sending texts like, oh, I've got, got my hooks in him now or whatever the fuck. Like, dude. Yeah. I mean, which she, no, this which, is one of those situations where you don't have to necessarily feel bad for anybody. You can just like watch the fucking watch the funeral pyre burn and be like, you know what? Both of these people deserve everything that's happening right now. <laughs> fuck these people. Yeah. Her, her text messages were not great. And neither was. And look, I don't know how a. Uh, I'm not a not a victim of this shit, so I don't know. But like, I mean, she legitimately did withhold shit from the original, you know, yeah, yeah. thing, and then they then <laughs> discovery happened. It's and not a good look. It's not fucking great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and again, I don't, you know, I don't know how how I would behave, but I mean, that's you can't do that. No, it fuck no, it fucks definitely your, not. It fucks your case. Definitely not. Um, uh, Diamondbacks are up six to one in the ninth inning. Lord, uh, looks like. Uh, I'm I'm pretty excited to watch this zombie That's the sweep. I'm pretty excited to watch this zombie uh, series between the Padres and Phillies. To be honest, yeah, I'm I'm look, yeah, same. It, it just out of curiosity to see what happens. To see I'm if definitely going to watch some. Any of them show life against each other? Yeah, or if it's, somebody's going to win these, yeah, at least two of these games. So, so. One, one more thing about the Padres, actually. Do you think that it makes any difference that they're kind of their little swing? I mean, Tatis was out. Right. Yeah, so and that, he always comes back hot too, and they usually go on streaks when he gets back. We'll see. Yeah, that's we'll the see. one thing I have, uh, you know, wonder with them is well, Tatis was out for a little bit. Maybe him coming back, you know, puts a fucking fire under their ass again. Maybe. I mean, he's been back for two games. He lost both of them. So, <laughs> uh, we'll see. Right. Yeah, you still have to pitch better than a five-seven ERA with your starters. Yeah. Just a. When you, most of your innings are. I mean, when you pick up Jake Arrieta, and that's a move that you're making. And not just like out of boredom. Yeah, it's not fucking ideal. Because no. even when he won his, he won a Cy Young, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, With the Cubs. Yeah. Even when he won his Cy Young, I feel like he had weird peripherals or something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but whatever. Fuck it. He gave up five runs in his first start with the Padres, so that season's over for them probably. But who knows? Maybe somebody win. No, yeah. no, no. They're done. Yeah. Uh, that's all we got for today, though. Thanks for watching. Uh, like, subscribe. Drinking Bros Sports on YouTube on fucking you know. Wherever you get podcasts, thanks for watching. Dan's got to go pick up his ladies in the airport. He doesn't like you. 